Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of A Bit of This and A Bit of That. My name is Yulia Zamzuli Baharani and in this episode, I am going to talk about learning English and understanding the root of the language, particularly in regards to AAVE and language appropriation. Um, so, a few days ago, I watched um, a video on YouTube. It's a light-hearted video of Korean singer. Um, they are called Idol. I should just say their name. It's NCT, a group I love and adore. But we're not going to talk about them. Um, rather, something which happened um, in that particular video. So, in short, um, two members of NCT, whose native language is English, Um, thought English to their fellow member in which um, they used uh, some words that are often used on the internet. So imagine my surprise when I saw people having heated debate um, talking about cultural appropriation and racism and all other stuff. I then joined in the conversation and finally learned about uh, the existence of AAVE or African American Vernacular English uh, which were spoken in the video. I am talking about this not to educate about AAVE or lecture people about AAVE since it's not on me, it's not my language, and I only recently knew about that myself, so I have no rights or competence whatsoever to educate people on that. Um, I am talking about this uh, as someone in which English is not their native language, but is learning English and often speak in English and recently was made aware of AAVE. I just want to share my thought on this to others uh, because there might be some people who are just like me and probably never heard of this as well. So first, um, to those who haven't heard of AAVE, I will give a short explanation of what that is. This is a definition according to Wikipedia. So AAVE or African American Vernacular English is the variety of English natively spoken, particularly in urban communities, by most uh, working and middle-class African Americans and some black Canadians. Having its own unique grammatical, vocabulary and accent features, African American vernacular English is employed by working and middle-class African Americans as the more informal and casual end of a sociolinguistic continuum. On the formal end of this continuum, Middle-class African-Americans switch to more standard English grammar and vocabulary, usually while retaining elements of often-known standard accent. As with most African-American English, African-American vernacular English shares a large portion of its grammar and phonology with the rural dialects of the southern United States and especially older southern American English, due to the historical connections of African Americans to the region. Well, based on what I have read in several sources, um, it is much more complex than just that, the definition I just uh, read from Wikipedia. But I, of course, am not, I'm not a linguist, and English is not even my native language. And I am most certainly not an African American and do not speak African American English. So yeah, we're not talking about the origin or the history or even the cultural significance here. 
we're not going to talk about the place of AAVE in the standard English language. We are simply talking about how to be aware of um, AAVE and other types of culturally rooted words in English when learning the language. I am talking um, specifically about English because I am not aware of um, this kind of subculture root in other languages. To learn more about this, uh, beside what I have learned uh, from conversation with others in the comment section of the YouTube video I mentioned in the beginning, um, I read some papers as well, just to understand more about the history and to understand why some people, especially um, African-American, could feel uncomfortable or even offended when non-African-Americans speak in AAVE. So, to simplify it, um, there are two things that included in AAVE. The words itself, um, the vocabulary, which I was very surprised to find out that it is actually AAVE, such as lead, woke, even the so popular bay, slay, and others. And the second, uh, the accent, black accent or black accent, the way um, non-African American talk like African American. Um, I am saying African American just to make it specified, because in my understanding, at least from what I have learned so far, um, there are several black accents in countries like the US and the UK. Anyway, in my attempt to understand, um, I then discovered what I believe to be the reason why AAVE is such a sensitive topic, especially in current world. So, um, I read in some papers that AAVE is historically viewed as a deficient language system, a badly spoken English with loads of grammatical errors and weird pronunciation. Le the legitimacy of it um, as a language system was not acknowledged for many, many years. Some people even met with persecution for wanting to recognize the use of AAVE at school with uh, predominantly black students. The idea was mocked and ridiculed, not only within the local community, but on national newspaper as well. And suddenly, fast forward, the very language people used to mock suddenly became cool. Everyone wanted to use it, to the point it becomes so overused that people who use it are not even aware of the root anymore. After knowing that, um, I understand why the community that grow up with uh, the language speaking the language, um, they act um, kind of like um, gatekeeper. They gatekeeping um, their language. They simply want to protect their culture, especially because even to this day, the case of non-black people profiting from black culture is still happening. I understand why um, African-American would find non-African-American or non-black people um, speaking in AAVE to be um, uncomfortable or, you know, if not offensive. And um, that has more to do with the history of oppression and um, negative stereotyping, which um, still going on to this day, because um, if it's simply a matter of culture and dialect, I live in Indonesia, where we have so many dialects, and we tend to change the way we speak accordingly, based on who we talk to, though not in a major way. Um, so, but anyway, I don't know it, I guess... It might be it or it might be it might be a totally different case. Now to my case, to others like me who are learning English and trying to speak in English, um, I guess what I want to talk about in this episode is 
how we unknowingly pick up words that belong to AAVE when learning English and what we should do when we become aware of it. For me personally, um, I learn English on my own. I mean, I did learn it at school, but I mostly learn on my own using tapes my parents bought for me as well as um, children books in English language that my parents provided for me. And as my English getting better and better, I then learn from internet, from television, from movies, from song, and from books, um, uh, literary books. Um, I used to not even know what my accent was because I didn't grow up in a community that spoke English. So I pick up accent from every places, every sources I used to study English. Um, I grew up reading and watching Harry Potter and Narnia, as well as other English movies. And um, I grew up watching um, documentary in British uh, Standard English. I watched Ant and Deck too, so it affected my English as well. But then I also grew up watching the Oprah Winfrey show and all kind of American shows. So I picked up my English from there too. Um, I had no idea in the past that the English spoken by the football commentators is actually sound different than uh, from the English spoken by Stephen Gerrard because for me back then they were all the same British English only around my last year in high school I got to recognize the difference in each accent but by then I had formed my own way of speaking English uh, my own way of pronouncing words so I just stick with that and that becomes my current accent with little changes here and there along the way I still don't know how to identify my accent, to be honest, but I guess it is alright. While um, the case with my spelling, I adopt British spelling because I grew up knowing some words spelled that way, mainly because I grew up with books that use British spelling. Um, anyway, I have lived uh, that long, learning English that long, speaking English that long, and never once heard of AAVE. When I first learned about the existence of AAVE and that some words, um, some words that are included in that are actually words I too frequently see, I was mortified. I was mortified, really, thinking of the potential of myself unknowingly use it all this time especially since I use English on my platforms and on my social media. I was like, oh God, what if I use those words on my blog? What if I spoke those words in my podcast? I mean, although I am more comfortable using standard English and I don't really speak slang, I realized I could have spoken culturally inappropriate words without being aware of it. But I can speak for myself and I have no bone in my body for hate or racism. I know that still doesn't give permission to speak those words, but what can you do if you don't know about it, right? And um, that's what I think. To most people, uh, I believe it is simply a case of ignorance. When you want to master a language, you try to expose yourself to many styles of that language, verbal and non-verbal. Or when you like something, language is the first medium. So when you think something is cool, you want to imitate them, as innocent as that. Though it then can go to a certain level where it hardly can be a case of innocence anymore. I personally believe um, it is good to be aware of things. Um, in regard to AAVE though, I remember one case that makes um, AAVE unique in my view. So 
I used uh, to watch a Korean show called Abnormal Summit. It was a show where people from um, various countries residing in South Korea talk and debate on a specific topic. And I remember in one episode, um, they talked about how the culture of language had been changing all these years. And a panelist from the U.S., um, he is not not an African-American, by the way, uh, he is white. Um, he lived in the U.S. for the first 30 years of his life, I think. Um, and he, in that episode, uh, talked about the change in which famous phrases from pop culture became so popular that it's sort of used by everyone like a standard language. He used the word lead and bay, if I remember correctly. And now it made me think that um, let alone people who are learning English as their second or even third language, even people who are born and raised in the U.S., are not guaranteed to be aware of AAVE, which then made me think, why is that? Um... I personally have heard some of the words that belong to AAVE since long ago because of movies and television, but mostly because I love music and hip-hop and I follow the artist. I was aware of the culture without knowing the significance and the complicated origin and the heartbreaking history of it. The growth of popular culture, which heavily incorporates black culture, or one could say popular culture mostly come from black culture, I believe is the main reason of AAVE popularity and um, I believe that too becomes the reason of the blurred line between the original um, subculture language and what understood to be the mainstream language. Then come the American influence to every side of the world, including the place I live, Indonesia, in what often called as um, Americanization. Americanization spreads um, influence, especially on show business and lifestyle. Americanization is made synonymous to globalization sometimes. Like, if you have made it in America, then you have made it worldwide. You see famous people talk in television, write on internet, you do the same. Because it seems cool, or even it seems to be the correct way to do it. The American experience is portrayed um, as the ultimate experience, the peak of coolness. You know the world when you know America. <laughs> this sort of mindset becomes the root of everyone wanting to follow what seems cool from America. Then came the pop culture, came the black culture, and voila. People are already adapting black culture, the words, um, the accent, without even being aware of what that is. But other than that, I guess, um, it's impossible to not be aware of those words. If we use social media, some of the words that belong to AAVE are being used so much to the point um, they are being normalized, especially with Twitter and Instagram. People are either want to appear striking, making point with few words, or they just want to follow in the current trend at each moment. I myself have witnessed lots of people type on Twitter in what appeared to be the ultra cool way to do Twitter. Sometimes I find it cringeworthy, but everybody got personal style, I guess, and everybody is free to act on it. And when it comes to the use of AAVE vocabulary out of context, I guess um, it is hard to put a blame on someone because some words are actually understood as the standard Twitter language. Everyone uses it and many don't really care to know where it comes from. I also have witnessed uh, some people who speak mirroring the way people speak on YouTube videos they watch. 
but more than in vocabulary, the accent is very apparent. But it's inevitable, I guess. Um, language is really flowing. You just pick up words from here and there. For me personally, though, I prefer to speak standard English, uh, probably because I never want to be in the cool category. <laughs> Or maybe it's because I prefer to watch Intelligence Squad debate than whatever popular American TV show most people watch. But that's just me. But seriously, though, I mean, I don't understand why I should pronounce T H A T S that or oh god, I don't, I can't even pronounce that. But you know what I mean. I don't understand why I should pronounce it that way when I have learned to pronounce it as that. I mean, it, it can be simple. Just do it the way you have known it to be all this long. I also don't use words like bay or lead, but all these times it's simply because I'm not comfortable using words I never used before and have no reason to use it, especially when I already know the words that carry the same meaning to those words. Um, so in conclusion, what I want to achieve through this episode is spreading awareness. Indeed, it's not my fault or your fault as no native speaker to have picked up words from here and there what we thought to be casual words or just slang, but in truth actually came from a much more complex origin. I don't believe, I personally don't believe that everything should be cultural appropriation, but I believe when it's not our culture, we should be willing to listen to people who come from that culture, and if a situation arises, we should be willing to engage in conversation and to learn, to understand. When learning a language, um, For me personally, I think it would be better if we're learning the culture as well because language is often rooted in culture and some languages, uh, some words, uh, they have a complicated history. So for me personally, I believe it's better to use a word if we know exactly what it is, its meaning and its significance. I will put a link to a very good paper that explains about AAVE very thoroughly on my blog. I put the link to my blog on this podcast description and you can just check the paper on page podcast on the menu. Just scroll down and you will find the link um, to that paper attached below the link to this podcast episode. Anyway, to my fellow learners, let us all keep learning while educating ourselves on things we should be aware of. Respect and understanding are beautiful. Well... That is all for the 8th episode of A Bit of This and A Bit of That. Thank you for listening and until the next episode. Bye!